tortoise. Hello, I'm Tomini, and this is the Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, Rishi Sunak's last party conference before the next general election was his chance to reset and connect with his party and the country. But the four-day event in Manchester was overshadowed by policy leaks, troublemakers and leadership rivals. Has he done enough to keep the Tories and himself in contention? That's after a short break. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Thank you, Akshatha, for that introduction and thank you for always being there for me. My wife, truly the best long-term decision for a brighter future I ever made. After being introduced by his wife, Akshata Murthy, Rishi Sunak took to the stage and pitched himself as the change candidate, breaking with a political orthodoxy that has dominated the UK for the last 30 years. Our mission is to fundamentally change our country. The Labour Party have set out their stall to do and say as little as possible and hopes no one notices. He announced a trio of policies that he hoped would make that case, but the conference was dominated by rivals setting out their stalls and troublemakers stealing the show, while ministers spouted debunked conspiracy theories. Taken together, it reinforced the sense of a government on its way out. Kat Nealon is Tortoise's political editor. There were a handful of uh, policies that were announced. Perhaps the most surprising one was his pledge to create a smoke-free generation by introducing a law that would phase a ban on smoking. So any children who turn 14 this year will never be able to buy cigarettes. What that means in, in practicality is that the age that you can buy cigarettes will increase as the years go along. It's going to be quite difficult to implement and he announced it as a free vote, meaning that MPs who disagree with it, even if they're Conservative, can vote against it. The second big policy announcement that he made was to, in effect, scrap A-levels and T-levels, which are the exams that students have when they are 18, in favour of a new advanced British standard qualification that will combine the two. He also reiterated his commitment to cutting inflation as the best way to give money back to the people in the country, saying that it was the best tax cut that he can give people right now. But he also allowed the conference to be dominated by speculation about HS2. Instead of gripping the problem, the Prime Minister and his allies continually insisted no decision had been taken, teeing up what he hoped would be his big rabbit out of the hat. I say to those who backed the project in the first place, the facts have changed. And the right thing to do when the facts change is to have the courage to change direction. I am ending this long running saga. I am canceling the rest of the HS2 project. 
Rishi Sunak actually did seem to sort of manage to uh, get quite a good reaction to his announcement that yes, the northern leg will be scrapped, but that would save £36 billion, which he says every single penny will be spent on a range of new projects that come under the banner Network North. So it's going to go on things like road upgrades and buses and local rail uh, connections. But there are a few things. So firstly, it's called Network North, but we've already identified some projects that are in the south. Uh, The A2, for example, goes from Kent into London. There is also a question about how much of this is new. So some of the projects have already been committed to. And the day after he gave his speech, there was a U-turn on one of the projects that they were committing, saying that they were only committing to looking at it, not actually investing in it. Rishi Sunak's speech wasn't light on policy, but most of it won't see the light of day if he doesn't win the next general election, which is expected to happen within the next year. If, as the polls suggest, the Conservatives lose that election, then the party will be looking for a new leader. The people who aspire to take over use this conference to make an early pitch for any future vacancy. Home Secretary Suella Braverman reinforced her hardline position on immigration. The wind of change that carried my own parents across the globe in the 20th century was a mere gust compared to the hurricane that is coming. Business Secretary Kemi Badenoch maintained her position as a culture warrior. Conservatives want young people to be proud of their country when others want them to be ashamed. And even former Prime Minister Liz Truss made a triumphant return after her short-lived time in office. Compared to last year, when Truss's premiership was already racked with chaos, this was a more coherent conference. But what was clear from those four days in Manchester was that Rishi Sunak presides over a divided party that has, in part, become unmoored from reality the challenge will be establishing any sort of discipline going into the election. So what hope does he have of convincing voters that the Conservatives should remain in power after 13 years? We'll be back after the break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Up until now, Rishi Sunak has tried to emphasise competence after the years of turmoil in British politics, but that wasn't making a difference. Now, he wants to cast himself as the change candidate despite his party being in power for over a decade. And he's also trying to differentiate himself from the Labour leader who is also seen as competent, but ultimately a little boring. Here's Professor John Curtis on the latest episode of his new tortoise podcast, Trendy. Mr Sunak has noted that the Labour Party seems to be relatively policy light, seems to be relatively reluctant to make too much in the way of commitments, and that therefore by himself making a number of commitments, which are striking, although we might want to argue about their coherence, he's kind of saying to voters, well, actually, if you want somebody who's got some idea of what they might want to do in government, 
maybe you should be looking at us again. Will that be enough? Here's Tortoise's political editor, Kat Nealon, again. So I think from this party conference and from the Net Zero press conference that he gave uh, a week before, uh, we can see what the slogan is, long-term decisions for a brighter future. I think the jury is out as to whether the rhetoric matches the reality, but that is definitely what he is claiming to be. But his argument is that uh, Keir Starmer, the Labour leader, Um, doesn't offer anything different to the consensus. The other thing that was happening at conference was this sense that there are plenty of people waiting for the moment when Rishi Sunak loses and has to resign. And conference was really dominated with debate about the future of the party, not in the next year, but in the next five to ten years when they are in opposition. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. To hear more of John Curtis's analysis, along with his co-host, Rachel Wolf, you can listen to the latest episode of Trendy wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of The Sensemaker was written by Kat Nealon and mixed by Imi Harper. Tortoise. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.